You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 442. What are your goals for the new year? I'm recording this at the end of December, and it's always fun and challenging this time of year to look towards the next year. What do you want to accomplish in the new year? Uh, Maybe you want to break some habits. Maybe you want to create some new habits, uh, do some things differently. Uh, I think this is is good for all of us to consider. Uh, We probably all should want to set some great goals for the upcoming year. As we said, break habits, create new habits, do things differently, rearrange some things in our lives. But how do we do that? Uh, I think it's so important that we have a plan. People that have the most success uh, in their lives in bringing lasting positive change, they don't think in terms of resolutions. They think in terms of setting goals. And so I would just encourage you to take this time of the year and to be uh, prayerfully considering what you want to do next year. Think in terms of uh, health. Think in terms of your spiritual life. Think in terms of relationships. Think in terms of your finances, uh, your job, your career, family. What what things do you want to see change? What things do you want to see get to, to get better? What things do you want to do differently? So I'm going to talk about setting goals. This is uh, some material that we've gone through before at different times, um, and, and it's really worth revisiting the the, the smart method of goal setting is this. The goals that you're setting should be specific. They should be measurable. They should be attainable. They should be realistic. And there should be a component involving time. And this will help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Specific. A specific goal. A general goal would be something like, I want to get out of debt. Um, A general goal would be, I want to lose weight. A general goal would be, I want to have a better marriage. But a specific goal is so much better. Instead of saying, get out of debt, a specific goal might be something as simple as saying, I'm going to focus on one credit card next year and try and pay it off. A specific goal might be to say, I'm going to focus on paying off my car next year. Uh, A specific goal might be to say, uh, if I want to do better in my marriage, I'm going to focus on um, having a date night once a week. 
So what is a specific goal versus a general goal in your life? A specific goal in the area of health. Instead of saying, um, I just want to lose weight, a specific goal might be to say, over the course of a year, I want to lose 20 pounds. That's a much more specific goal. Now, when we talk about a measurable goal, what does that look like? Um, the measurable goal um, for, for health, as we said, you might want to lose 20 pounds. Well, that's, that's measurable as opposed to specific. Um, if you can measure your progress, there'll be no question about when the goal is met. Measurable is when you start paying more than the minimum on your credit cards and you see that credit card, that big credit card balance coming down and hopefully getting paid off within a year or two, depending on what it is. That measurable goal might be something like the person who says they want to read more. You want to develop a habit of, of reading great books. Well, a measurable goal might be to say, okay, I'm going to read 12 books over the course of a year. So something that you can measure. This is very, very important. Um, maybe, maybe even in the health goal, instead of just saying, I want to lose pounds, you might say, I want to lose inches. Maybe you want to drop uh, two pant sizes. Again, a measurable type of goal. And then an attainable goal. Uh, what is an attainable goal? A goal is attainable when I'm willing to take the steps that are needed to make it happen. Are you willing to pay the price to be able to pay extra on that credit card every month? Um, are you willing to pay the price to double up on your car payments to get your car paid off early? Um, you know, losing weight, dropping those 10 pounds or those 20 pounds or those two pant sizes are only attainable if you change certain habits. Eating less, eating better, going to the gym, walking every night after dinner, um, starting you know a bike riding regimen, starting to run, lifting weights, whatever it is, it has to be attainable. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying these things are easy. I like working out. I work out every day, but I hate this idea of dieting. It's just no fun at all. But if I'm going to get serious, then I have to do something. I have to be willing to do what it takes to get to my goal. So what steps am I willing to take? Um, you know, if, if your goal is to buy a house, what steps are you willing to take to buy that house, to come up with that down payment? Um, what are you willing to cut back on to uh, get out of debt? Uh, we can't keep doing the same things and expecting different results. Uh, that's not realistic. Life doesn't work that way. So what am I willing to do uh, to see that goal? Don't go away. We'll be right back. I wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by two books. First of all, it's brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond, 
2.0. This is the uh, popular uh, leadership book that I wrote. Um, it deals with leadership and supervision. It deals with how to set goals. We actually talk a lot more in detail on goal setting, uh, on you know creating great habits, on time management, so many great things in the leading into the 21st century and beyond. So my, by all means, check it out. But also, this episode is brought to you by James Clear's book, uh, Atomic Habits. This is, in my opinion, probably one of the best books out there on creating great habits. Uh, James Clear is is just an excellent communicator, fantastic book. Uh, he also has a great newsletter that's free. I'd encourage you to get on his mailing list. But by all means, check out both of these great resources because they'll help you. And again, like we were saying earlier, if you've got that goal of reading more over the new year, let's make sure we're reading great books. Uh, some of the stuff I've got out there, James Clear, so many other great writers, um, I know you will really benefit from them. And uh, to check out my other resources, just go to davidspell.com and you will see an entire list of my fiction and nonfiction books. All right, well, a quick recap. We're talking about the SMART method of setting goals. We talked about specific we really want to narrow down what we want to accomplish. Be very, very specific. It's got to be measurable. You've got to be able to see it. Um, how are you measuring progress? And it's got to be attainable. You know, it's probably not realistic to say, you know, you want to uh, drop 50 pounds or 100 pounds over a year. It can be done, but is that attainable? Or is it more attainable to say, let me drop two pant sizes? Um, that's much more realistic. To say I'm getting out of debt, for, for many people, for me, for, for my, me and my wife, it wasn't something that I could do in one year. It took several years to get to a place where the only thing we owe now is on our house. And then we want to jump ahead. We want to talk about what's a realistic goal. Is it a realistic goal? If your goal is to earn $100,000 this next year, but right now you're only making $50,000, well, that's probably not a very realistic goal. Um, to, to, to double your salary working for somebody else is probably not realistic. Now, it could be if you were able to find that <laughs> next job that pays twice what you're making now, but again, that's not realistic. Uh, what's more realistic is to say that I might be able to bump my salary up 10 or 20 percent through bonuses, through working hard, through working overtime, uh, maybe getting a promotion. Uh, that's much more realistic when you start thinking in terms of 10 to 20 percent. Or what about a second job? What about a side hustle? Uh, maybe you've got a, a business on the side that you want to develop and get up and running. I got a friend who um, is, is developing a side hustle with a, a woodworking business. That's not his full-time job, but his side hustle is he is making stuff and selling them. Um, I've got another friend in the IT business. He started uh, his own business on the side, took a few clients, and is probably going to be going full-time in that before long. But again, you start off as a side hustle. You bring in that income and see what you can do. Um, so start the business on the side. Let it be your side hustle. 
So um, what is a realistic goal? Um, if you really are, are, like we said, if you're really wanting to get out of debt, um, realistic is maybe paying off one credit card over the course of a year. Realistic is maybe paying off your, your car or paying, you know, saying I'm going to pay down my student loans X amount. Whatever it is that you're holding on to that's holding you back, come up with a realistic goal that you can attack during the year. And if you find out halfway through the year that you've already accomplished it, then by all means, set something else and keep going after it. You will be so happy that you did. And then after realistic, we want to talk about the time frame. The time frame. The goal needs to have a time element. I typically, when I'm setting a goal, when I'm writing out my list of goals for the year, I typically will add uh, some type of time element. If I'm writing a book, which I am now, I usually try and write one or two a year, um, I always have a date by which I hope to see it published. Um, plenty of times I haven't hit that date, but even having a date forces me to work towards getting it done. Um, Having, you know, a year's a wonderful time frame to work within. You've got 12 months. You've got three or you've got four quarters. You've got, um, you know, it's it's just really wonderful, even down into to weeks and years. I typically have a goal every single day of how much I'm going to write. I've got a goal every single day of what I'm trying to focus on that day in my writing. And most days I hit it. Some days I don't but I always have the goal. So what is your goals um, and, and what's the time frame for making them happen? If, again, if it's, if it's dealing with your health um, and you're wanting to lose weight, um, you can look at the quarters. Where, where do you want to be in three months? Where do you want to be in four months or six months? Um, dealing with your finances, where do you want to be? I just think once you look at your calendar and you start focusing on um, accomplishing these goals within a certain time frame, it adds that element that forces us to do it. There's something powerful about adding a date to your goals. Um, I find if I set a, do a goal and don't add a date to it, that it's very easy to um, get caught up doing something else. But when I add a date to... Um, pay off a certain amount of debt, to do something else. Even maybe it's going back to school. Um, it really helps you get into that frame of mind that you want to see it get accomplished. So just a quick recap, and then we're going into something else. Uh, specific, be very, be very, very specific. Measurable, attainable. Is it actually attainable? Realistic. I hear people all the time talking to somebody just the other day in the gym and going on and on about how they were, you know, wish they could find a job where they were making $100,000 a year. The reality is he's probably making about 50. And I said, bro, I, I just, you know, I'm not sure how you plan on doing that. I'm not trying to be discouraging, but, um, you know, with your skill set, you don't just go out there and double your salary. I said, what could you do? And we actually walked through a, uh, a little bit of a coaching session there in the gym talking about going back to technical school and, um, you know, finding a, a new profession. I think that's a, a brilliant way to go about 
helping yourself. Learn a new skill, learn a new profession, and then, yeah, maybe you can see your salary bump up over time. I think that's much more realistic. And then, of course, the time frame. Add a date to every single one of your goals. You add a date, and when you hit it, great. Create another goal, and then add a date. There's such a satisfaction in ticking the things off that list and saying that you accomplished it. And one last really important aspect, and I've alluded to this, but I want to very specifically mention it is, when you're setting your goals for the coming year, make sure you write them down. Writing them down is a very, very powerful ex exercise. In fact, I'd say this, goals that are not written down are probably not going to happen. I'm not trying to discourage you, I'm just telling you the way it is. If you don't write them down, they probably won't happen. You might hit one or two, but without putting them in, on, on, on a screen or on paper, they usually just turn into smoke and dissipate. It's much, much better when you write them down. I've got a list in my tablet. I use Evernote, and that syncs with all my devices, my computer and my phone, and I'm always able to pull that up and take a look at it and think about where I'm at during the year. So write them down, review them regularly. If you're a person of faith, I would also say pray over them. Pray as you're doing them. Uh, this is this is a, an important exercise for me. I'm doing it right now. I'm going through and praying and just asking God things I should work on in the coming year. Um, spiritual life, relationally, financially, uh, emotionally, mentally, whatever, physically. But write some things down. Make a list. What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish in the following year? And when you do that, when you write it down, it's so much more powerful. It forces you into action that you would not take if they weren't written down. Very, very satisfying to set goals and then reach them, especially when they're important things, things that help you improve. Health, finances, spiritual things. When you see improvement in these areas, it's very, very satisfying. Um, so why don't now, why don't now, here at the end of December, why don't you take some time, get a piece of paper out, open a screen up on your computer, and, and prayerfully make a list of goals for your coming year. How many? I don't know. I mean, I've fluctuated from 5 to 20. Um, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. But I would say pick out those major areas that we talked about and maybe have one for each particular area. Use the formula that I gave you. Put these things down, set a date, and follow up with it regularly. You know, maybe a couple of times a week, get it out, look at it, see where you're, where you're at, pray about it, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, and I know it's going to be an amazing year for you. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. Listen, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post, as I said, make sure you take a look at um, my, my resources, my books there, both fiction and nonfiction. Great, give you some great stuff to read in the coming year. I know you'll enjoy it. And I so appreciate you being with me along this journey. We will see you next week on Leading and Learning.